0: When we talk about sustainability, especially regarding uh, to fashion and clothes, we should keep those two things in mind, how to treat people well and also how to treat the planet well.
1: You're listening to the Sustainability Issue, a podcast about sustainable fashion and mindfulness. It is about calling out the worst practices of the fashion industry, the things that have led to the devastating impact fashion has on the natural environment and the human lives involved in the process. It is also about the people within the industry who are driving the change for the better. And finally, It is about you, about reconnecting to our nature as human beings and realizing the big impact our everyday actions have on the world around us. I'm Desi Geva, I'm so happy that you're here and let's dive right in. Today we're talking vintage and I have Lisa Jokinen with me. Lisa is originally from Helsinki, Finland and now lives and works in New York. She's a real street style legend, a creator of New York looks and hell looks street style sites. And since most recently, Lisa is the founder of Jam Vintage Serp Search App, which is a search engine for vintage fashion, as you might guess. So I'm really, really excited to welcome her with me today and to chat with her. Welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm honored to be here.
0: Yeah. So nice to be here. Meeting you and chatting with you. Can't wait for your (laughs) questions.
1: I would say, um, let's start with um, your story in your own words, because I'm curious, how did everything start for you? How did you get into fashion?
0: Okay. Yeah. So I actually, I would say that I'm not so much into fashion and I've never been, but I'm more into style (laughs) because for me, those two words represent like different things. I always think that uh, anything can be stylish and also style um, doesn't have any rules and it necessarily doesn't cost anything or too much. Whereas fashion is for me more limiting because only like a couple of things can be fashionable at the you know certain moment in time. So uh, that's how I would describe it myself, but uh, I've definitely been into. clothes (laughs) all my life I always enjoyed like dressing up and I've been like since little kid very specific about what I want to wear and I guess I always also wanted to wear things that no one else had (laughs) and I have no idea where this all comes from uh, but uh, I just know that clothes can bring me like a lot of uh, happiness and I'm very thankful that I managed to make a job out of All these passions that I've had since I was a little kid Um, but I never studied fashion so I've studied like history subject and then uh, after that I worked at museums for a little bit but then uh, started freelancing pretty soon after and that's where I like started writing more about style and design also a little bit of fashion I have to admit and also at the same time, uh, I launched my first street style blog, which you mentioned, and it, that this happened in Helsinki, Finland, where I'm originally from. And I launched Looks in 2005. And nowadays I live in New York in the U.S. And yep. that's where I am at the moment. That's so. so that, that's yeah. That's a
1: long story. <laughs> short. That's so interesting and so cool that you immediately mentioned that you make this uh, difference between style and fashion because that was actually going to be, uh, you know, another question for you. (laughs) (laughs) I find this really, really important to notice because indeed there's there's a big difference. And yeah, there's this quote that I'm not sure where it comes from, that's fashion temporary but style is timeless right and so it's much more important to build this style um, that makes us different and um, unique. Mm.
0: Yeah exactly yeah and I feel like style is like it can be so liberating because then you can really operate outside of any like existing rules you can totally create your own rules and where whatever you like and what makes you happy and what suits your personality best.
1: Yeah, and um, I'm curious. I like asking people about their why, what you do, why you do what you do. So I'm curious, what is your why for what you do? Um, hmm.
0: For me, probably it's because uh, after I like kind of discovered my passions. Which are the style and vintage clothing, and also street style photography. I just gravitated towards those things and was able to create my job around them. And also, I I cannot like be without mentioning my husband who has been like super encouraging uh, always because without other person I line of like showing and like saying like Hey, yeah, totally, you can do it. It
1: it's, it can sometimes be hard. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely a sustainability aspect to um, vintage fashion that you are now um, into a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what does sustainability mean to you? How do you define it for yourself, for the company? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think sustainability has always been important to me and also once again i don't know like where it comes from probably like my family and parents played a part also my grandmother and uh, like recycling everything since i was a little kid composting of course uh always like trying to see if we can use what we already have instead of buying a new item and and also like being very like mindful about the resources that we have at hand, also being like a, a thrifty, in a sense. Uh, so for me, sustainability, it's, I would say maybe that's even like a lifestyle, I hope. Uh, and it's something that applies to, or it should apply to everything that we do, starting from, of course, how we live and how we move around in the city, whether we drive a car or a bike or walk, uh, what we eat and how we wear, and also how we spend our free time and sustainable things. I think they are something that they are not harmful for our planet and they are not harmful for other people around us. So Mm -hmm. I think there are two sides to sustainability. It's like the planet and the other people and of course to that you can say that people are part of the planet but i think when we talk about sustainability especially regarding uh to fashion and clothes we should keep those two
1: things in mind how to treat people well and also how to treat the planet well totally yeah i completely agree and in fact when you start noticing you know or maybe being more mindful about um, your life, about things that you consume, about the effect that they have on other people and the environment, you start realizing that everything, every action that we do, in fact, does make a difference and does have an impact. And for sure, it's the same with the fashion that we buy as well. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you think makes a garment sustainable? What, what, What makes a brand sustainable? What is it in your opinion?
0: Yeah. Well, to be honest, I think uh, I haven't met a fashion brand that is sustainable because a new garment cannot be sustainable. Uh, If you really want to be sustainable with your clothing choices, you need to wear what is already in the world and preferably something that you already have. Uh, But of course, that's not always possible. Uh, But But for us fashion label to be fully sustainable, uh, they would need to produce all their garments with zero emissions of uh, doing everything zero waste and also uh, being able to take back all the products and items they have produced and reusing all the materials. And again, with zero emissions. And zero emissions would need to apply from everything, you know, how the yarns are produced for the clothes, how the cloth is being produced, and how how the clothing item is manufactured, how it's being transported, how all these materials are being transported around the world. Just like we know, you know, the cotton grows somewhere, then it's made into a cloth somewhere else. And then it's once again shipped to a factory and then from a factory to a storage or warehouse and then to retailers and you know it's it's a huge cycle and uh, it's like a crisscrossing map and there are so many elements and parts to into it so how could that be sustainable like 100% sustainable it's a really tricky question so yeah
1: I think that's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. Yeah, I mean, in the end, it's all about circularity, right? Exactly what you said. It's about the end of life, and if we can tackle that, then maybe um, we can talk about sustainable fashion. But before we start thinking about the end of life of garments and about taking those back, and then maybe creating new item uh, items out of the old, we cannot really talk about sustainability in that sense Mm. Um, yeah
0: but then i have to admit that of course like shopping secondhand and vintage uh, especially if you do it online that's not fully sustainable either because there are like shipping costs and shipping and packaging and so on
1: so what do you think we can do what what can we do to be more sustainable like what Mm -hmm. what role do our decisions um have and then what can we do like what can we change?
0: Yeah well luckily like uh, we can look at the bigger picture like big picture and you know all the industries in the world and we can see that fashion is it's not the worst that there is but of course it doesn't mean that uh, you can we can continue shopping like like it was not 2021 and as if climate change and catastrophes was not happening. but uh, I just checked some numbers, and uh, according to McKinsey, uh, like a uh, clothing industry is responsible for only four percent of like all the uh, greenhouse gas emissions in the world. So that sound that doesn't sound like a huge amount. But of course, like all our actions are uh, they have meaning and they are important. Uh, but uh, if we just now think about like uh, how to make your clothing choices and wardrobe more sustainable. It's just what you already have and take good care of the items that you have. That's the most sustainable thing that you can do. And if you want to buy something new, then always you choose second hand first. And mm-hmm. after that, uh only if you don't find the item, then second hand mm-hmm. then buy new. And uh and also uh of course like keep in mind that uh you like 100%. It's it's tough. It's sometimes impossible, but you don't need to go like all the way, you know. Like for example, uh if you want to be more kind to planet, you can maybe eat eat meat just once a week or not eat meat once a week, you know. That's so well, that's so <laughs> like, uh, you know, we don't need to be perfect <laughs> in every regard. Uh just do what you can do and uh I think uh for me at least all these little actions bring me they bring joy because then I'm like okay I I am able to do something now so it's not like totally
1: hopeless in that sense totally I think this is just an, such an important thing to you know take this fear of having to be perfect away from people because we don't have to carry that we just every single small step counts and I think this is so important to stress always when we talk about those things when we talk about sustainability but yeah veganism (laughs) the um, Mm. food industry yeah yeah as well
0: yeah Mm. but of course like if you want to uh, live sustainable life you also need to look at like how you live and there are like many things that you can try to improve yourself and you know also like we know like flying around the globe is not sustainable and so on Oh, I think, yeah, there is a lot of information online what you can do, <laughs> but I, I only know more about vintage and clothing. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Talk to me about vintage clothing because you have done just that. You made um, vintage shopping online so much easier um, because I listen to this argument uh, so often from people that it's just simply super hard to find vintage fashion even if you want to shop it you don't have time to go search through all the stores you've made this so much easier with your app so tell me everything about it Uh, when did you start how does it work and so on
0: okay yeah so yeah the main reason why we launched the app is actually the one that you just mentioned because if you want to buy secondhand or vintage clothing online it can be super hard to find the piece that you're looking for uh, because you don't even know like where to start there are so many platforms where you can shop at we probably most of us we know etsy uh, but then etsy is not the only one and it looks like there are more and more like platforms and apps like each year and also there are all independent online stores selling like really nice beautiful items and uh, I heard the same argument from many of my friends especially if they are like busy like career women and they have kids so they don't really and I totally understand they don't have time to visit like thrift stores and to see whether you know there are some items available that they would actually need for their children or for themselves Mm-hmm. and that's why we wanted to make the whole process easier and we built a search engine for all online vintage and secondhand clothing and the way Gem works, it's, and it brings all online vintage into one search so you don't need to separately open all the apps and marketplaces one by one and check them individually to see what they have but instead you can access all, all at once through our app and uh, it's available worldwide so you can use it from uh, wherever you are and it's a website and also an app and you can you can find it in your app store that's just by searching that's amazing yeah, so, you save, yeah.
1: Uh, google for vintage fashion yeah exactly yeah that's the way it works yeah that's so cool and what about if i am a vintage store And I have some items, but I'm not yet online. Like, do you partner with vintage stores or how does this work?
0: Yeah, so uh, currently we are indexing over 32 million items. So there is a lot. Uh, But of course, there is no limit. Uh, We are happy to accept more stores. And so if you have an existing online store, you can just uh, send me a message on Instagram or email me. And then uh, we can have a look and start indexing your store as well. But if you don't sell online yet, then uh, of course we we are not able to index your items, but uh, we can maybe point uh, to some directions where where you can start listing and then we can include you. And for example, if somebody is selling on on Etsy already, those items are already included in our app. So if you are part of a bigger platform, we usually start indexing the whole
1: platform at once yeah i've already scrolled a lot through the app and in fact it's great it's really um (laughs) so user friendly i really like uh, the features i like that you can immediately see the price of the item while scrolling you don't have to be referred to another website and then go on and you can do everything within the app which is um uh super super nice so i recommend everybody to check it out because yeah i'm a huge advocate for vintage fashion (laughs) in fact Mm -hmm. i am wearing even one of my uh, favorite vintage items that i got from barcelona uh from a trip to barcelona and it was it's a it's a dress that i really like and keep on wearing um, over and over again so uh yeah definitely recommend everybody to have a look at uh, gem fashion And uh, what is coming for you? You're still a team of two. Is it correct?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I launched uh, the gem app uh, actually two years ago uh, with my husband. And, uh, yeah, we are growing every day, (laughs) I have to say. So uh, we are adding more sources, like I mentioned, every week as, you know, stores find us and we find new stores. And uh, we are gradually developing the app also further, adding, like, more features to make it even more like relevant uh, to all kinds of people Uh, our newest feature is the location filter so you can now easily see like where the items are located for example if you are located in Europe you can only check what's available inside uh, European countries if if you prefer not to ship anything from the US for example Uh, so that's what happening and uh, what else? And then we are, yeah, every week we also have a gem story. That's our newsletter. Some like, uh, related issues and we are planning to, uh, publish more like travel stories to, to helping people also find like uh brick and mortar stores in different cities. We have already launched like several vintage guides. There is one for European cities. We have something for Copenhagen and London. And U.S. we have done guides to Vancouver, Portland, and Vancouver is Canada, but yeah, Portland, Seattle, so. And then we also have uh, made another app, which is called NYC Vintage Pub. It's like a
1: map of all the New York vintage vintage stores. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I indeed, I think building this ecosystem and really connecting the online with the offline experience, it's so important because it's an enormous convenience to be able to shop um, items online and to search through and everything. But then sometimes you just feel like having the, this personal experience as well and going in the store and touching the item and so on. And that is really great when you can have the chance to do both.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really want to support our, uh, the stores here in our hometown, but also in other cities. Uh, also because not every like store owner wants to go online and, and like you mentioned, the stores, like physical stores are important as well. And I think uh, if everything is online, then it's just going to be very boring. We also need to have like independent small brick and mortar stores to make our cities more fun and interesting
1: hmm Yeah. And um now I'm curious because I shared about my wardrobe. Can you tell me what you are wearing? And uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> does it have a story?
0: Yeah, well, this actually does have a story. Uh um, this is made by Chanel Abbot. She's a friend of mine, uh, lives in Seattle, and uh she has a label where she um you can send Chanel your favorite. Uh, clothing items but maybe something that you you're not longer wearing or maybe they're like too small or you know wrong size for you or somehow destroyed and then Mm -hmm. Chanel will create something new out of them with zero waste process and uh and before she starts the process she will also interview you like Mm -hmm. so that she you know writes down you know the things like uh what clothes mean to you uh, and also like the different stories behind individual garments that you are going to you know give her and also like if there are some preferences you know what kind of clothes do you like to wear and i did this project with chanel a couple of years ago and i got out of i think only out of five garments or so that i gave her i think i got like one dress this shirt and also a pair of like uh, pants (laughs)
1: so like
0: amazing amount of items and I think that also shows like with zero waste process you can get like even more out of what you already have like she is a super talented designer and and just the process is and she calls it wardrobe therapy and that is like so beautiful that is that is therapy it's therapy for yourself because then you can start like investigating and looking at your personal relationship of the clothes and what they mean to us and also Mm -hmm. it's therapy for your old clothes that you are no longer wearing and using you know I love this yeah so they get a (laughs) new life and and then I think this shirt it has like some items that I bought, like this was a shirt that I drifted, but I never started wearing it. Then I think this is maybe, oh, I need to show it. Like the sleeve, you see, it's a huge sleeve. I think this is a piece of fabric that I got from my friend uh, here in Brooklyn, New York. She's called Green Lady of Brooklyn.
1: Okay. You will find Let's it.
0: She's, she, she is a, she's a famous Instagram person. And then this was a shirt that my friend gifted me uh, because she was visiting Finland, my home country. And when she showed the shirt, she was thinking about me. But then for some reason, you know, the colors or the shape that didn't fit me. And then, you know, now it's here (laughs) living its second life. Yeah, so there are many kinds of stories involved in this piece. <laughs> oh, I love the story and I'm so glad that I
1: asked because it's yeah, <laughs> a, yeah. a very unique piece. And I think the right uh, attitude, we need this so much, reestablishing this connection with what we're re- wearing because in the end, yeah, it's um such a way of uh, self expression and it can be so much more than you know just putting something on your on your body and um i think it can be really healing as you said and therapeutic if we look at it in a different more mindful way yeah exactly and you know when i've
0: always been curious about like the stories behind the clothes like why a person is wearing the clothes that they are wearing and that's one of the big reasons why i started like street style photography so i don't only take photos but i also interviewed people yeah. that i photograph, shortly because i want to know like what yeah. they're wearing and where did they get the items and why they like them so much and i think that's super uh, interesting because the clothes can tell so much of our personalities and also I think the good thing about all the lockdowns and the pandemic has been that uh, I, I've heard from other people, and I can I, I've noticed this myself that people have more have had time to think about their style in more detail and depth uh, because there was less like external pressure to dress up for the office or school or you know the way that you know if you're still studying maybe quite often you want to wear you know similar clothes as you know your schoolmates Mm -hmm. but when you're just at house at home you know you're just dressing for yourself and I've learned several stories how people have kind of like uh, discovered themselves again and their styles too uh, and how they are more free to express themselves through Mm -hmm. clothing now that you know they have kind of like emerged again, especially here in New York. The life has, you know, it's almost as it was before. So
1: totally. people are going out. Yeah. I think it also has to do with all this time we spent outside of the office. So in case, for example, you had an office job before, then you spent such a long time not stepping foot in an office and then you have the freedom to, in fact, rethink Do I really need that or do I want to wear something more comfortable maybe or something more that brings more joy? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And um, what do you think each one of us can do to make the fashion industry kinder, more sustainable, more ethical? Do you have any tips? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think yeah we already discussed like what we can do with our wardrobe, like treat our existing clothes kindly and give them a new life, if possible, like by mending and repairing and also, you know, taking good care of them, washing less, <laughs> yeah. not using the dryer and the usual tips. But I think then because the fashion industry, as we know, it's a huge industry. But I think we all have, like, we have a little power always. You can always contact your, uh, if you have a favorite fashion label that you would love to wear, but maybe you are uncertain about their practices, just try to reach out to them. And because uh, I think we are at the point now where any brand cannot, like, just move on and, you know, skip these questions. So ask questions and uh, try to make your favorite label at least a, a bit more sustainable even if you know uh, we know it's not easy to do like to 100 percent turn but mm. any change towards uh, better is better than no change at all yeah and also uh, if you're shopping at stores ask shop assistants like how is this made where it was made if you if you don't get the answers then uh, yeah they should be a, they should you
1: know ask you know their employees yeah even just you know reading the label spending time actually reading and you know sh- shooting a message on social media because yeah our power as consumers has never been bigger and brands to pay attention to those things and mm. yeah and yeah and there are many
0: uh, petitions online and there are like all kinds of movements that you can join. And I think that's super powerful because then you feel like you are not alone, you are part of the process. Uh and right now there is the secondhand September challenge. Maybe you can take part of that, you know, yeah. use the hashtag and encourage your friends to take part. And you know, m- maybe that will encourage a friend of yours, you know, to choose use for the first time ever. And you know, I feel like when you start shopping secondhand and win this you know you can't turn back because it's so much fun right <laughs> and you know there are so many reasons why uh why it's good to shop second hand like it's yeah. it's fun because you know it's more surprising and you know it's oftentimes cheaper and you know the items can be a better quality and it's better
1: for the environment and you know so many reasons so mm-hmm. yeah i heard about this challenge but maybe for the people who are listening can you tell more about what it is
0: yeah, I think it's what it was launched in UK by Oxfam UK, which is like a charity organization. They have a lot of uh, charity shops in UK and it's been going on for a couple of years now. And so it was just a challenge for people uh, only wear and shop secondhand mm-hmm. during the month of September. Yeah. And yeah. it's just one month of year. Easy, you know, I just all your all of your listeners, (laughs) they're probably already doing it. But you know, (laughs) maybe yeah. But you but like I mentioned, uh, your you can be a good example and you know encourage and inspire your friends to do the same. Totally. Or even your your
1: parents also. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every small step matters. That's what I always Mm. stress because sometimes you may think, oh well, I don't know if anybody's really listening, but then Even if one person is listening, that already makes an impact. And yeah, I was traveling at the beginning of September. But in fact, I think I might do a week or so because (laughs) why not Mm -hmm. uh, participate just for a week? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, I have one more question about um, vintage shopping because um, uh, it's so hard to start. Um, And maybe you have some tips on shopping vintage online on Jam App, how to approach it, if you have a few tips um, Mm -hmm. for that, that would be really useful. Okay. Yeah, totally. Uh, I would say like if
0: you are completely new to secondhand, it's easy to, of course, like with everything, uh, start small, you know, uh, accessories and jewelry, they Mm -hmm. are like so easy to start. It's secondhand, uh, and there is so much uh, vintage and secondhand jewelry online that it's like
1: yeah.
0: insane. There really is no reason to buy any new jewelry, so that's at least like super easy. Also, like uh, uh, bags, hats, anything that uh, doesn't have like uh, such a like strict sizing system, because sizing is the trickiest thing. What comes to shopping anything online, as we know. Uh, and then secondly if you have like any favorite like contemporary labels maybe you you love like uh, a pair of jeans and you would love to buy a similar pair then try searching for similar pair online Mm -hmm. then you probably don't you know face that yeah and uh, but and if you want to go deeper and start shopping like all kinds of clothes then the measurements are the number one rule always 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 so uh, take your measurements and write them down I always keep my measurements on my phone so that I have them with me whenever I am uh, whether I'm shopping like uh, brick and mortar or online so I can easily check you know uh, exactly. yeah and for me and especially waist and hip are, uh, yeah. I guess the waist is quite often the most important measurement, but the more detailed measurements you can have uh, the better it is. and always compare those measurements to the listing. And if the vendor hasn't announced like all the measurements, you know, you can always reach out to them and ask more. They are usually super
1: happy to help all yeah. their customers.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. In fact, one thing that I do is always before buying anything new, I know I search for it online used because maybe it's even somewhere around me and it's, you know. Yeah, I think it's amazing to uh,
0: see how many like even like unused items you can find online because there are so many people who buy online that they never return the item and then it's just, you know, it's okay. extra they don't use it and then they resell it to somewhere so it's even like sports clothes are super easy to find secondhand, like gently Mm. used because you know they can be a wrong size and the first person just needs to you know yes resell them yeah and what else oh yeah and then one uh good tip i think is that uh like look at your favorite clothes and maybe you can uh, recognize patterns that you like, like uh, maybe you love something that uh, dresses that emphasize your waist, or maybe you love like uh, like a bit oversized the back dresses, or is it like a mini skirt or like, and try to maybe like at least memorize or maybe write down the items and like features of clothing items that you really enjoy and then try searching for those ones. Or maybe it's a color that you really enjoy or a decade. And, and also it's a good idea, I think, to, um, on, for example, on Instagram, save all the photos that you love. If you, you know, see, okay, I love this outfit, you know, save the photo and then you can study it later And what makes, why do you like it? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, yeah, it's because, okay, I, I can see I always love this like, skirts. so maybe I should buy one. Or, or you can use Pinterest in the same manner.
1: Yeah, and also on our app, you can save items if you, you know, on the app you, you can. Do mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. That's so useful. That's been so many useful tips indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, good. I'm have to take a few away, Lisa. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can they get in touch with you? Okay, so the easiest
0: way to find me and Jem is go to our website. It's gem, G-E-M dot chem.app. Yeah. And there you can uh, you can start using gem and then you can also find the download links to uh Google Play and App Store. So you can download the app. And my email is Lisa at gem.app and Lisa is written with double eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, feel free to reach out to me, whatever you know. I'm happy to answer any vintage-related questions, <laughs> big or small. And you can also find us on Instagram. It's our handle is gem.search. And my sweet style photos, uh NYC Looks is the uh New York account, and then I have another one in
1: Helsinki that's called Hell Looks. Amazing. Well, everyone reach out to Lise if you have any vintage-related questions. (laughs) It was so much fun. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. All the best with the app. I'm definitely going to be browsing a lot, and I recommend everybody to do the same.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. This was such a fun discussion. and yeah.
1: Thank you for tuning in. Please follow the podcast on Spotify and rate it on Apple Podcasts and reach out to me um, at The Sustainability Issue on Instagram with any suggestions or anything that you might want to hear in the future. Bye!